Everyone has had a boss that they hated at one point in their life, right? I mean, if you say you haven't, well, you're probably either lying or you've always been the boss. You're smart, you're motivated. You wanna do something big. You're on the verge of being a young boss and we're gonna help you get there. I'm your host, Isabel Garino, and welcome to the Young Boss Podcast, where youth is your power. Dealing with an authoritative figure you cannot stand is never easy. So let's talk about how you can deal with a boss you hate. The most important thing here is that you're going to learn from your annoying boss experience in order to become the boss for others that you wish you always had. Getting a new boss can be tricky. It's similar to when a new president is sworn into office and not everyone's going to like that new president and all the political parties are going to act out in their own way, some for better and some for worse. Here's the story. Once upon a time, a new executive director was hired at my company and nobody liked them, right? I think I was the only one. Ouch. When they were in office, the team members all reacted in a variety of different ways. You know, one employee spread rumors about the new boss, the new executive director, constantly, you know, getting into fights with them during group meetings. Another employee sported a me versus them attitude, which eventually led to the termination of his position. And a younger, greener employee always broke down into tears immediately, you know, elevating any issue to the big boss, consistently failing to address the problem head on like an adult. However, there is always hope in this situation, a silver lining. We did have one employee who wrote a heartfelt letter that depicted their thoughts, concerns, and emotions towards the situation. And this employee broke the communication barrier and they approached the problem with maturity. And though it didn't fix everything, it really helped me understand why they were upset, how I could help and identify the source of strife in the workplace. This situation gave me insight into how and why different people react the way they do towards different, difficult, non-collaborative, and incompatible leadership figures. I have a question for you. How can you control your reaction towards these people? Let's dive in. Let's analyze the two types of employee reactions in the case of the infamous executive director. The first set of reactions were impulsive, spiteful, childish. These consisted of spreading rumors, getting into fights, catastrophizing a me versus them attitude and overly emotional outbursts. Not a great look. These reactions to the new unappreciated director brought on some pretty poor responses from HR, termination, write-ups, and worst of all, dismissal of their concern. They weren't listened to. Shocker. This brings us to the second type of employee reaction. This reaction was patient, understanding, and respectful of themselves and the higher-ups by choosing to express their feelings in the form of a well-written letter. Regardless of the situation, it is important to have emotional intelligence when dealing with your coworkers, supervisors, and executives at work, despite whether or not you like them. If you don't act like a mature professional when expressing your concerns in the workplace, especially about another employee, you won't be taken seriously and it can seriously backfire, exposing personality traits and characteristics that show poorly of yourself. For example, who gets listened to first in the kindergarten classroom, the screaming toddler or the patient toddler, the one yelling for attention or the one with their hand raised politely? That's my point. Don't be a screaming toddler. Handle situations with grace, patience, and a collaborative mindset. It all comes down to how you communicate. 
I feel like that should be obvious by now. In general, your boss or HR is also an individual and they'll all have different preferences. You need to know how they prefer to receive information and when and know the body language and tonality cues that work for them. This will help you pick up the right time and method of communicating. If they like the drama, they may not mind the whining and screaming and toddler approach when you try to get your way, but buyer beware, if they're cool with you acting like that, how did they act towards you and others? Often though, this reaction towards a boss aggravates a workplace rather than soothes it. It's understandable that majority of bosses and managers are going to have an adverse reaction to hot, yelling, whining approach. Most bosses will want maturity, strength, and kindness in your approach. As the wise Mr. $100 Bill Franklin says, honey attracts more bees than vinegar. So while every boss is different, likely your boss will want you to approach the situation with a level head and a calm nature. How you deal with a difficult situation in the workplace can highlight your character, strength, and morale. You'll be trusted with more difficult, rewarding tasks in the future if you can handle stressful situations like reporting concerns about a superior with maturity and grace. So make sure you know how and when to present your case. Don't shoot yourself in the foot. I get it. I've been there before and having a difficult boss can suck, but it's up to you and how you perceive the situation. Try to put a positive spin on the challenge and see it as an opportunity. Remember, April showers bring May flowers. Although the rain is five months late here in Arizona, I digress. <laughs> as I like to put it, the shit has to happen for the shift to happen. Sometimes you have to be with a boss you hate for you to make that shift to another career, department, or start your own thing. If you loved your boss, it wouldn't propel you into action to do what needs to get done. If you loved your boss, you'd never change. If you never change, you never grow. Also, dealing with a difficult boss can be extremely beneficial for you and your, you know, budding skill set. These are experiences that will have immense value as you become a boss and begin to manage others. You have to understand what it's like to be frustrated and treated a certain way to learn and avoid those moments within your business. Hey, it's Isabel. Thanks for listening to the Young Boss Podcast. I recently wrote a book called Young Boss, and it's filled with top tips I've learned over the years on how to survive and thrive in business. Pre-order your copy now by heading to the link in the podcast description. Now back to the show. As far as emotional skills go, patience, diligence, and tolerance are characteristics you can learn beneath a difficult boss. Characteristics that, well, they're hard to come by in a workforce, so they are valuable to learn. Maybe your difficult boss wants you to go to work on projects that are out of your area of interest. While the scope of work might not be in your wheelhouse, Think of it as an opportunity to expand your knowledge, gain more experience, and level up your resume for the next job opportunity. Though it may suck to go through the process of acquiring these skills, you'll still acquire them, and that's what matters most. So where do you go from here? Analyze your personal situation and determine whether this difficult boss is a stepping stone to a better and more desired career, or if it's merely a stumbling block you need to overcome. Dig deep.
One way you can tolerate a subpar boss situation like this is to separate your role in the company from your superior. Separate the job and create space from the boss. Sometimes you need to activate your waffle brain. We talked about this in another episode and you have to just mentally separate yourself and your job duties. Sometimes I fall asleep thinking about work and I have dreams and then I wake up thinking about it. So I know how hard it is to separate, but needless to say, sometimes the separation tactic won't work. And if that's okay, If it doesn't work, review your resources and consider using them to initiate a shift. Always ask yourself or others, is there something that can be done? How can I make it work? Can you be transferred to another department, maybe to deal with another director or another location? At the end of it all, this specific role beneath this specific boss may help elevate you to somewhere you want or need it to be. It could be the stepping stone to an exciting opportunity in the future. If dealing with this boss for two or three years gets you your dream job, then be prepared to suck it up, grin and bear it. At the end of the day though, it may not be the right fit for you. And like Marshawn Lynch once said, you gotta protect your chickens, AKA your mentals. (laughs) If you can't handle it, move on and move out. Don't be held hostage. You only live once. However, do not leave until you have exhausted all of these options or techniques. You owe it to yourself and your team to make an attempt at fixing the situation. But when you do leave, leave with maturity and integrity and your head held high. The respect will always be remembered. You shouldn't burn the whole bridge if you only dislike one plank. Sometimes the reality of it all is that you must realize there might not be an easy solution. Sometimes your boss sucks and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it and that's how it goes. As young bosses, sometimes you just have to accept It is what it is. In this case, leaving a position because of a terrible boss can lead to something bigger and better. Matter of fact, let's manifest that shit. It will lead to something bigger and better. However, before you formally decide to leave, go through the three options, persevere, shift, or leave. First, consider if you can deal with the boss and the work environment. If persevering is an option that has benefits to you and your career, think to yourself, is staying beneath this supervisor a necessity for your career and your aspirations, or is it just a nuisance that's holding you back? Second, if you can't stand the boss, consider making a shift. Transfer to a new department, find a new specialty within your company, or maybe switch up locations, whether that's a different office or working more days from home. You owe it to yourself and the company to try and shift. And if you don't try to get yourself out of a shitty situation, you'll never get to leave the shitty situation. It's as simple as that. You only have yourself to blame at that point. Finally, if the first two options don't work, leave the position with grace and respect and don't burn any bridges. You never know who was watching your countenance while dealing with an awful boss. When one door shuts, another opens. Finally, when it's all said and done, I want you to consider what caused you to persevere, shift, or leave. Why is the boss terrible? What about their characteristics, personality, or management style did you not like? How could they have been better? What opportunities did they miss that would have helped you grow in your career? What things undermined you? Think about why they made those decisions or said those comments. In order to move forward from an experience like this, you must analyze and review the outcomes and moments that led to your decision. Is it actually because they're just a raging asshole who hates you back? (laughs) Or maybe someone told them to not worry about your department because you guys kick ass so they didn't focus on you and seemingly left you behind. 
Think about it for a minute with true intention. Can you understand why they said that or did that, right? If not, that's okay. Maybe they truly are Satan's son, right? Some people are just total a-holes through and through. I'm sure we can all think of someone right now, but for the most part, you can understand people when you actually take the time to try, to give them the grace you expect to be given to you, right? We're all listening to the same radio and it's the what's in it for me channel right? So people are not always thinking about you. Oftentimes they're thinking about themselves. So when it's your turn to be the boss, take what you learned from these experiences and make sure you avoid these things. Don't go crazy sprinting in the opposite direction. You don't want to be this huge pendulum and have this massive swing, right? But since you've reflected on your past experiences with an awful boss, you can be wary of what to say, how to act, what to decide, and what to do with your new employees. You've been in their shoes. You have the power of empathy. You don't want to make your new employees, coworkers, or contractors feel like your old boss made you feel. So be cautious, lean in and keep on keeping on. Let's summarize today's episode. Navigating a challenging situation with a disliked boss can be a daunting experience, but it's also an opportunity for personal and professional growth. That being said, we explored various reactions to awful supervisors from impulsive and negative to mature and empathetic. We've also talked about how understanding your company's communication style and preferences can make a significant difference in how your concerns are received. We've determined the different routes we can take when dealing with a difficult boss, persevering, shifting, or leaving. The decision to persevere, shift, or leave depends on your personal circumstances, although take the time to holistically analyze your situation before making any irreversible decisions. Whatever route you take, remember that your approach matters. It's so important to reflect on your feelings, observations, and insights gained from dealing with a difficult boss. This self-awareness will serve as a valuable asset as you grow in your career and eventually find yourself in leadership roles. Empathy forged from your own experiences will help you lead with compassion and understanding. And as you face the dynamic landscape of workplace relationships, remember that your journey is about more than just surviving. It's about growing, learning, and finding joy during it all. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Young Boss Podcast with me, Isabel Garino. Be sure to like, share, and follow on Instagram and TikTok. And let me know, have you had a boss that you hate? Let me know. I want to hear about it. Remember, youth is your power.